Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. to be here this morning. Say this to your neighbor, God bless you. Amen. All right. Brother Rum says the greatest two ways that anybody can utter to you 
It's not I love you, it's God bless you. Amen. Now we appreciate the Lord. Uh, just uh, don't forget on the 2nd of December, we, or maybe let me start by saying we don't have a conference. Hallelujah. We don't have a conference. Then on the 2nd of December, we are having young people, breakaway session, prayer, night. It's compulsory for our young people. It is compulsory that they go there. There's contributions to be make, made, but even if you don't afford, you are going because it's compulsory. Uh, are you with me? It's for young people when? Second of December. I was amazed that uh, there's uh, some people were saying, hey, can we come? But among Bonangita, when you are an elder, you won't go. Amen. It's for young people. Angiti. That's right. So on the second, we will make sure that you arrive there. Even if you don't have a transport, just speak to the deacons who will arrange that you get to the venue. Amen. They will be there for the whole night. Trust us with them. We'll take care of them. Amen. Are you, are you with me? Then, I guess we didn't have a conference. Then on the third, it's immediately the Saturday after. Afternoon of four o'clock, all couples, I need them here at church for a couples meeting. It's compulsory. God bless you, brother Shetty. It is compulsory. Now you can make contributions, see the trustees, and make whatever contribution. We don't have an amount. Even if you don't have an amount, but we want you here. Compulsory for all the couples. I even counted how many couples we have in this church. Hallelujah. The reason being, sometimes there are certain questions that couples have. I can't answer them on the pulpit. So I want to be able to answer you in the manner that you want to be answered and we have a fellowship and you're going to look nice as well uh, with your wife and we'll take a picture with you and your wife so that you don't do, they call it like a pick mix. Uh, Amen. But uh, you give us a picture of you and your wife, you send me. You do picnics first. No, we want you where you are with your wife. Uh, uh, did you get it? Yeah. It's a very jam-packed weekend, that weekend, but we, it is necessary that we do that. Second is the young people. We are sending them away. Saturday is the couples here, and then amen. amen. Then on the 25 and 26, Brother Tinesha Mahera has got services in Binoni. So we will, because we don't have a conference, we will support them there. And I will go there and I will preach there. Majesty Skosano, you are answered that you are included as well. Amen. Amen. And get to the old ones who say, young people have got something, couples have got, what? then we've got something in Binoni. We will drive together there. Hallelujah. Is it clear, Bazalwan? Is it clear? Amen. So that couples, uh, the young people, is compulsory. 
the couples one is compulsory and those that are outside that would want to join us they are most welcome uh, if there is any couple somewhere but they must be message believers even if they are not message believers as long as they are not drunk they are most welcome to to, to come I mean, but let us know in advance because uh, we've got a very limited setting because the couples in this church are many so when we know in advance, we are able to set up. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. I know the brothers, some brothers, maybe their wives are not here. They are asking. I'll come back to you about that. Amen. Mahuku, you wanted to know. I'll, I'll come back. Amen. All right. Is it understood, brethren? Amen. When you build families, you build a church. When you build young people, you build a church for tomorrow. Amen. So we've got those things in place. Amen. Amen. And it's not confirmed. On the weekend of the 10th, I might be taking a convention in Namibia, but I will confirm. Amen. Amen. Hey, somebody would say, this year, Amen. Amen. I'm not finishing the church money. They are paying for this air tickets. Amen. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah. Yeah, no, relax. All right. God bless you. Do you give us a song and we sing? And then we preach after. A worshiping song. Hey, we're going to have a good time on the couple. Motherfuckers, you look good. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Amen. I mean, I'm looking forward to the couples meeting. Amen. All right. Just give us a song, then we get into the weight.
bless you. As we turn to the book of Psalm 34, Psalm 34, verse 7, Psalm 34, 7. If found, you can say amen. There's a bit of volume on my monitor. Says the angel of the Lord encampeth run about them that fear him and delivereth them. All right. Let's try one more time. The angel of the Lord encampeth run about them that fear him. And delivereth them. Amen. Amen. And in Matthew 18, verse 10. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you. That in heaven their angels do always behold to the face of my Father. Which is in heaven. Amen. These little ones have got their angels beholding the face of the Father in heaven. Now. In Psalm, it says, the angel of the Lord encampeth run about them that fear him. And later, when you read in the message, the prophet does not use singular, he uses plural. It says, the angels of the Lord encampeth run about those who fear his name. Amen. He doesn't contradict the Bible, but I will show you what what did that meant now i'm going to speak on the company of angels Amen. a company Amen. of angels you know that you are part of royalty Amen. and royalty doesn't move alone there is always a god of honor for members of royalty so even you this morning, you are not moving around. There is an angelic God of honor around you. Angels are there paving the way for you, sometimes whispering answers into your ear. Hence, I want to speak about a company of angels. There are angels this morning here. And you may say, uh, how do I know? It's because I brought my angels. I brought my angel. And you brought? Did you come with your angel, Mzala? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And over and above our angels, there are heavenly angels here. Amen. Let's bow heads and pray. Dear God, you are our Father. We used to say, our Father, thou art in heaven, 
But this morning, by grace, we say, Our Father, Thou art in us. Because, dear God, we are back under the dispensation of this Son of Man, which is Fatherhood. And today, we can say exactly what the tabernacle once said, I do nothing till I see the Father do it. And the Father and I are one. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And here we are this morning by grace approaching the throne of grace. You have been invited to be part of this service. Dear God, if we could gather, sing songs, and preach, but you are not there, it was in vain. But if we gather and you are there, dear God, the service will be of such great benefit for believers spiritually. Dear God, I believe everyone came to this place this morning with an acknowledgement that, Lord, work on me. I think everyone, dear God, would know you are moving us from glory to glory, from power to power. I like it when one poet says, I'm not what I ought to be, but certainly I'm not what I used to be. Meaning there is a migration of positions. And this morning, by grace, may there be a migration of positions. When somebody leaves church and say, I was at this level, but somewhat I'm elevated to a much better level. Dear God, bless husbands that are here. Bless wives that are here. Bless the children that are here. And bless families that are here. And dear God, even visitors that are here, we pronounce a blessing upon them. Dear God, they are now in the company of angels this morning. As I committed the reading of the way to you, in the most gracious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly as you take your seats for a couple of minutes. Amen. I just want to take a couple of minutes, excuse me, because now we are in the full swing of summer. I just want to speak on a company of angels, as I indicated, that that's what I want to speak about this uh, morning. Now, there was a time when Brother Billy Paul and Brother Joseph you know, when you've got kids, you, you become a judge in your house. There is what we call sleeping, a sibling rivalry. It's not me, it's him. You, do you always have that in your house as well? Amen. So, Brother Billy Paul and Brother Joseph were at loggerheads, and Brother... Billy Paul shouted at Brother Joseph, and Brother Brenham said to Brother Billy Paul, don't speak to him in that manner. You are offending his angel. You are offending his angel. Now, that's when we realize that a human being is not just what you see with the eye, but there is more to a human being. So I would believe that if we were to speak to our wives, 
and have this consciousness that they have angels and they would speak to us and have this consciousness that we've got angels, it's going to be a spiritually sensitive family. A spiritually sensitive family. And that is our desire. We say, Lord, make our families to be spiritually sensitive families. When I speak about being spiritually sensitive is when you know we are not just all by ourselves. There is a, an angelic visitation in this home. Are you with me this morning? Now, Jesus and Brother Brenham is making a remark here in the end time evangelism, paragraph 23. He says, and them little fellows, who could, who could mistreat one of those? By the way, you should never do that. You know, Jesus says, said, take heed that you despise not one of these little ones, for they are angels always behold my Father's face, which is in heaven. Remember, they have an angel. They have an angel. When you are born, it stays with you through all your life. Your angels, as soon as you are born, stays with you through all your life. Do you see that quotation? And then when you get saved, you have the Holy Spirit then. It guides and directs you. So you were born, and I'm going to explain the birth process, how this angel comes into being, and what makes you to be disconnected to the angel, and what makes you to be connected to the angels, and what is the importance of the Holy Spirit in your life. I hope I'm speaking to a supernatural church this morning. Do you believe in angels? I have met people that believe in ghosts, but they don't believe in angels. The angels are more real than the ghosts. And demons are more real, and they are the ghosts. Amen. Now, the prophet says, and I'm going to come to that statement that, remember, they have an angel. When you are born, it stays with you all through life. And then when you get saved, you have the Holy Spirit then. It guides you and directs you. When, it doesn't mean you get allocated an angel when you are born again. You've got an angel from birth. Hallelujah. Then later you receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit becomes a link between you and your angel. Are you with me this morning? This morning, as we are here, and, and before I get ahead of myself, you can listen to me as just a human being, and you being a human being, it's just in a human realm. Or you, your angel can listen to my angel, and operating under the great angel, then it becomes a supernatural gathering. Do you believe that somebody is there next to you? Do you believe there is a body there next to where you are sitting? Amen. Amen. I'm glad you are saying amen. So if that boy doesn't sleep, you are not going to sleep. Hallelujah. In the message, Revelation Book of Symbols, paragraph 55, as we try to build our foundation. He says in this message, angelic beings 
associate together. Associate together. I hope you get that. He says, that just dropped right down. Look, if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, then you are a candidate for association with the unseen world and the supernatural. Hallelujah. It takes the Holy Spirit to open up the supernatural realm. It says, no wonder people don't believe in those things. They've never come in contact. And they've got nothing in here. He was pointing to the heart. They've got nothing in here to believe with. But when the Holy Spirit comes into the heart, quickly he makes, he makes then a twofold being. One of the earth to die and one of heaven to live. Amen. Are you still with me this morning? Maybe before I get into angelic beings associated together, Brother Brenham speaks about a testimony of a sister that was coming somewhere, and it was late in the evening. And as he was coming, then he, she saw a man approaching, and somewhat, you know, uh, when, you, when, you've got, when you sense danger, your body will, go in, will become responsive and say, now things are uncomfortable. So when she saw this man, she became uncomfortable and realized that something may be wrong here. And thought this man posed a danger towards her. And as she was moving and moving, being afraid, all of a sudden, somewhere from nowhere, a dog came in and began to walk next to her. Hallelujah. And the dog came in between her and this man. And as soon as she went past that man, the dog disappeared. So heavens have got dogs. Hallelujah. That they can deploy at a moment's notice. Hallelujah. Heaven has got its own pit bull. It was a pit bull deployed by God. That there is a sister in danger, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send an angel to scare the man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna send something that looks like the environment and it walked with her and protected her. Where did that dog come from? It was sent by the Almighty God. Are you here now? Why am I saying that? I want you to see that there is the supernatural wherever you go. There is what? Wherever you go, there is the supernatural. Now, angelic beings associated together. When, when we say angelic beings associated together, it means, you know, there are certain things that you understand by association. There is a, a language based on association. There is a behavior based on association. There is a thinking based on association. Do you agree with me? When engineers get together, they speak the engineering language. When doctors come together, they speak the medical language. Uh, when message believers come together, they speak the, the message language. There is the message language. I can preach here, and any preacher can preach the gospel, but the, you know there is a message language. I hear it's a gospel, but I'm looking for that message language. You know, when a doctor speaks with the Abu Dr. Mutlai or engineers talk to the likes of Brother Mbanyana, they, 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 want, they are looking for an engineering language. 
I, I was listening to Brother Mpanya speaking to another man, and they were talking about the inventor, inventors. And as they were speaking, they, you know, they went very deeper, and I got lost. <laughs> but they were still speaking English. But now it was no longer the language that covered me. Are you with me? Even when it comes to the gospel, there is the message language. The theophany is a message language. The seventh seal is a message language. The revelation of the son of man is a message language. So now for you to understand that angelic beings associate together. Are you with me this morning? Now, bring this diagram. Now, this is the setup of this morning. We have come into church. You agree? Now, when we are here, this is where we have come to. Now, that's why we don't just do church unintentionally. We do church intentionally. We are deliberate on how we conduct church. That's why there is a period of grace. That's why there is a song testimony. That's why there is a song service. And the preacher comes. And after another song service, then we close with prayer. Those things is not just the formalities. It's to activate a certain atmosphere. When we come into the sanctuary... You, you, and I've spoken about the channels. You've got the heavenly channel, then you've got a demonic channel. Are you with me? Amen. You've got the heavenly channel, and you've got a demonic channel. Are you with me? Amen. Now, when, when, if, 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 we, if we bring a song leader, I'm just, our song leaders are living right. I'm just giving an example. If you bring a song leader who's not living right, Hallelujah. Amen. And you are, you are trying to open the heavenly channel with such a song leader. You are not going to succeed. Because he is connected to the demonic channel. Uh, I hope we are here this morning. A church is an interaction of spirits. A church is not an interaction of bodies. It's interaction of spirits. Are you with me this morning? Now, when, when, when a song leader is prayed up and musicians are prayed up and the worship team is prayed up and everybody comes prayed up, already before even we start church, the heavenly channel is open. Uh, are, you, are you with me this morning? Don't make a mistake. Even when you've got every service that you have, demons are there. Demons are there, and they would want to hijack that service. And if the church is not discerning, a church can be hijacked by demons and operate under a demonic atmosphere and not know it. But I'm glad we've got a spiritual discernment. We can pick up the difference between the two. Are you here this morning? I hope we are together here. And even if a minister is not living right, he can open a demonic channel. That's why you can't live higher than the pulpit that feeds you. If the pulpit succumbs to adultery, brothers will succumb to adultery. 
Can somebody say amen to that? I'm conscientizing you to the fact that there is a, a spiritual realm. And there is interaction in the spirit realm. And that's why when we come here, there is intentionality. And there is a, a deliberation to say this is how we want the service to be shaped up. There has never been a church service wherever you may go around the world where it has ever been neutral. Where it is just in between. No, either it's God or the devil. But a lot of times it is the devil and people don't know it. Are you with me? Because the devil wants to make himself an angel. And if you don't know a real angel, you end up worshipping the devil disguising as an angel of the light. Are you, are you still with me here? So this morning we've got these two powers. And the reason you come and as you minister and you say, Amen, you are reinforcing a certain dimension. Are you here this morning? As I'm speaking here, and I'm going to show you, the devil can jump onto your shoulder and whisper certain things into your ear and say, not you, look at you, look at what you have done, look what you have gone through. And this morning I say, tell that devil to get off your shoulder. He's got no right to be here. You are forgiven. You are justified. You are heaven bound. You are blessed. You are a son and a daughter of God. And furthermore, if God cannot fail, you can never fail. I'm trying to get off that demon on your shoulder. Are you still with me? How many know what I'm talking about? Has the devil ever whispered to you in the service? Has the devil ever whispered you into the service? Right now, get, tell him and say, get off Satan. I know who I am. The message says, I am a son of God, and I am a daughter of God. Get off me, Satan. Sometimes that channel must be defied. There must be defiance to that channel. Say, Satan, I'm not going to believe you. I'm not going to take what you are saying. I'm going to say, I am who the word says I am. Oh, the devil hates it, brethren. <laughs> look, 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 at in, in, look at it in this manner. Look at it in this manner. The devil hates it to be the devil. The devil hates to be, you know, even a drunk person, when you call them, you are a drunkard, says, but you are drunk. I know I'm drunk, but you can't call me a drunkard. Even the devil, when, when you identify him for who he is, he hates it. Are you with me? The devil is not my brother. The devil is not my sister. The devil is not my wife. Is not your husband. The devil is the devil. And he hates to be called the devil. Are you, are you with me? Now, the same, the, and the devil wants to become flesh. The devil wants to become flesh. In the same vein, and the devil knows God. And the devil hates it when God becomes flesh. A flesh realm is where the battle is raging. God, the devil wants to mark God absent in the flesh. But he wants to be present in the flesh. Are you with me? 
but we want to make God present in the flesh and make the devil absent in the flesh. Are you with me here? And I hope we are together here. So there is zero neutrality. This morning, where you are sitting on the chair, where you are sitting, there is no zero neutrality. You know, Brother Brenham, it's a quotation. I've not included it here, but I read it. He speaks to, it was a brother. He says, brother, where you are sitting, I see the angel is here. And he says, you are angel. He says, but you are separated by the line of unbelief. Uh, Are you here this morning, folks? The brother is in church. His angel is in church. But they are separated by unbelief. And I say, may it not be a case this morning. I say, may it not be a case this morning. And how do we overcome that? You overcome that. You overcome your unbelief. You know, you've got to come to a point where you doubt your own doubts. And say, I've had this doubt for a long, but now I doubt this doubt. That's how you overcome your unbelief. And every believer here this morning, they must overcome their unbelief. Where you are, there is an angel next to where you are sitting. But as I'm speaking here, somebody say, what are you talking about? That Then it becomes a dark line that separates you from your angel. I can never minister to you as a terrestrial being before I minister to your angelic being. Uh, somebody has heard what I say. Are you still with me? Now, question and answers. Paragraph 264. He says, just, just think, your glorified body is right here. Where? When? I was in Trinidad. I met a group there. They say they are waiting for the Holy Ghost. They say, revival is not yet on. The Holy Ghost is not here. We are waiting for the Holy Ghost to come. And I realized that certainly the Holy Ghost will not come if you don't realize he's here. Uh, Are are you with me? People, you, you know, believing a doctrine is very easy. And especially a wrong one. I don't know how do you come into the message and believe that you don't have the Holy Ghost and you're waiting for the Holy Ghost. It doesn't make sense at all. So, your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle now. So, you came with a body to church. Now, somebody says, look, hang on, we're only going to have glorified body after the resurrection. Because remember, you've got a terrestrial body then you've got a theophany, then you've got a glorified body. And Jesus, during, after the resurrection, he, there was intersectionality. There was a, 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 him passing through those three bodies at the same time. He was in the terrestrial, he was crucified. Then he was in the theophany. That's when he said, don't touch me because I need to ascend to the Father. And then when he came and said, give me the fish, he was now a glorified body. A theophany cannot be touched. And a theophany cannot eat. 
but a glorified body can eat. And what is a glorified body? It is your terrestrial and your theophany together. It makes a glorified body. Uh, are, you, are you with me this morning? Now, when, when Brother Brenham, and that's why I'll, I'll make a study later some, some time, I don't know, maybe next year, but I'll see, where we look at the heavenly bodies. You remember last week we looked at the heavenly bodies, the planets, but I want to come to our heavenly bodies. Now, Brother Branham says, your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle now. The presence of the Holy Spirit, which is your glorified condition. Now, you are glorified in Christ right now. Now, you see, Brother Mahuku, when God says, go to Cape Town, and you're on your way to Cape Town. God doesn't see you going to Cape Town. God sees you in Cape Town. Uh, did somebody get what I mean? If God says you are healed, uh, even when you go through symptoms, you are already healed. Uh, are you God, God doesn't look in between. In between doesn't count. When he finds you and he says you are saved, you are saved. It doesn't matter what difficulties you come across. God looks you at your final stage. Uh, do you understand what I mean? He says, you're, glorif you're glorified in Christ right now. Those he justified, he glorified. And your own glorified body is standing near you right now in Christ Jesus to, to give you to you a strength like a charge going into a battery. The Holy Spirit is in you is to charge your body to give your new strength to heal from the sickness that you've got and to make you well. So your healing is not on the pulpit. Your healing is next to you. When we, say, when we say, you know, there are times where, when we say the battery needs to be charged, is when a battery is flat. And how many times have we had flat moments? Uh, have we ever had flat moments? You can't get out of bed. You are having a flat moment. You don't want to interact with the people. You are having a flat moment. But this morning, by grace, there is a body next to you that can charge your terrestrial body. Not only charge it, but give it a healing. Are you here, folks? So now you get a sense that maybe, I don't know the number in the old century, whatever number that we are, you times it by two. And now everyone has got an angel. Okay, let me deduct it. Not all have got angels. If you are even an unbeliever, does not have an angel. Now, you, when you were an unbeliever, you had an angel because you have always been a believer that fell into sin. But an unbeliever from eternity, the one that is not a believer, even according to eternity records, they've got no angels. But you've got an angel. My. The prophet says in the message, at thy weight. He says, but my favorite place to have services is in the church. My favorite places to have a church is where? In the church. 
The church is a place where the angels of God encamped around. The public places, most of the time, there's all kinds of violence and wickedness goes on. It becomes a place. Now, that is not superstition. I can feel it and know when we come into the meeting, there is wicked angels. Wicked angels, there are demons. Now, that's why you can, for example, a lot of times you would get a call and say, we want to use your church. We want to hire your church. Can we have a function there? No, most of the time we say no. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because if we allow people here just to come and have any event, they're going to leave demons here. Amen. This place was dedicated for God. Amen. It is a sanctuary for God. Amen. It is sensitive to the spirits. And we want God always to come and feel welcome. If you don't know, sometimes us that have been in the school, we know. You get there one moment, a child just drew something on the wall. And that thing looks innocent, but it disrupted the whole service. Because it's not just a drawing, it's a spirit behind the drawing. Sisters go to the restroom, they find funny things written there. Are you here, folks? Is because it's an invention of demons. But this morning, we have come here because this place was dedicated to God. But it doesn't mean that demons won't come here. What repels demons is the prayers of the saints. Are you with me? He says in the message of faith, paragraph 9-4. He says, in this world... In this building here are evil spirits and war. And Christians anointed. And the angels in camp, the angels of God. Now he doesn't say angel. He says angels of God encamped about them trying to energize them with faith. Trying to do what? With faith. Now, you've got angels that are there, stationed, trying to energize you with faith. And here I'm standing, just yielding myself, and the Holy Spirit's moving, and this is what you call heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So heavenly places is not a seat where you are sitting. It's when you are elevated and you are connected to your angel. And your angel is energizing you in the spirit with faith. And the ministers behind the pulpit is used by the Holy Spirit to connect with your angel that is energizing you with faith. Are you still with me? And it says, remember, Satan is always skeptic at the sons of God. You know, he always does that. Someone with a skeptic idea, when they do that, he's just trying to interfere. So as we are speaking here, if the devil makes you skeptical, he wants to interfere. And I say, refuse the devil's interference. And tell the devil, yes, I believe there is a body next to me. Hallelujah. There is a body next to me. Yes, when God looks at that body in its final stage, it's a glorified body. But I know now it is my theophany. Hallelujah. 
and you are processing the weight through your theophany. You don't process the weight through your ears. You process it by your theophany. That's why even the most person that is not intellectual in the building will hear what I'm talking about. Because it's not an intellectual product. You are processing that by the theophany. Even Gogo that does not know how to read, they can hear what we are saying because their theophany can process it. Are you with me? But it says, but Christians always overcome. Now, in the book of Job, Job 1, 6. Read it with me. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came To present themselves before the Lord. I mean, when the sons of God come to present themselves before the Lord, you, you don't expect any interference. But uh, look at that. And Satan also, Satan came also among them. Here is a question. Did they appear before God? Yes. Were they sons of God? Yes. Were they in the presence of God? Yes. But the devil was there as well. Amen. What am I saying? I want to tell you, your enemy is waking 24-7. Hallelujah. And you cannot watch him 24-7 because there are times when you sleep. But the angels that are encamped around believers, when we go to sleep, they don't go to sleep. That's why we are not worshipping a sleeping God. Our God is alive 24-7. The angels that he has deployed are alive 24-7. And there is no margin of error when it comes to the heavenly host. Are you still with me? Now, he says, in the message of the resurrection of Lazarus 36, he says now, you know, you've got the cherubims, and you've got the seraphims, then you've got the minor angels. Are you with me? Now he says in paragraph 36, he says, now, minor angel come, my, yes, you see angels. Everyone has a guardian angel according to the scripture. Everyone has everyone has You've got a, a guardian angel. Now, because that's why an unbeliever does not have a guardian angel, that's why it goes to Are you with me? Because why? You need to replace that with something. But a believer doesn't need it closely because why? The angel is there all the time. The devil will always take what God does and pervert it. Now, when an angel comes, my yes, you see angels. Everyone has a guardian angel according to the scripture. Jesus said to their angels, always behold my father's faith, face, which is in heaven. Amen. Now, sometimes we say, but you said the angel is here, and now you say they are beholding the face of the father. What do you mean? Can the angel be here and be there? Remember, in the another dimension, there are no parameters. Yes. 
Are you with me? Heaven, where is heaven? Heaven is not above the clouds. Uh, heaven is not far above the clouds. Uh, I almost uh, many times back I thought as soon as you are on the plane and you are above the clouds, people become sincere because we are way far away from the earth. But when I got there, I realized people drink there. Above the clouds, people are drunk. And you think it's closer to heaven. No, heaven is not above the clouds. Heaven is a dimension that is right next to you right now. And how do you get there? You don't travel to get there. In a blink of a second, you are there. Heaven is here in the building. I say heaven is here in the building. You don't need to go above the clouds. Heaven is here this morning. Are you with me? As we are right now, I don't know. They say there is World Cup in Qatar. My, you got to give it a respect to the Qataris. They said, this is the biggest sporting event on the globe. Biggest. There is no sporting event bigger than the World Cup. But they say, listen, when you come to Qatar, you will behave. Homosexuals are not allowed here. Alcohol will not be sold here. Eh? No public indecency shall be displayed here. No half-naked woman here. Are, are you with me? It's just a, this is, it's just a desert, man. But they've got a backbone. And the whole world is bowing to that. Because why? Those people have got convictions. Sometimes I say, God, help Christians to have the same convictions that the Muslims have. Muslims don't have the truth, but they've got a backbone. When they stand, they stand. But us, they will be excuses. No, it cannot be done. No. They say we will never change our laws for 28 days. They say your World Cup is only for 28 days. Are we going to change our culture and everything for 28 days? They say no. We're going to have it but on our terms. I say if they can do it, may God raise message believers. May God raise message believers that will tell this unbelieving world we're going to do it our way. We're going to school our way. We're going to do business our way. We're going to marry our way. We're going to dress our way. It's either our way or we reject it. May God give us the conviction. Are we here, young people? At the day of judgment, there's four girls that were expelled in Kenya. Because they wanted to cut their hair. And they refused and said, we'll not cut our hair. They were expelled. It was in the media. It was covered by the Kenyan television channels. Those young girls, very young in school, they said, no, we'll not cut our hair. We are the end-time message believers. We believe the message of William Branham. And according to the scriptures, our hair is our glory 
and we will never cut our hair. I said, God, may you bestow a blessing upon them and may you bestow a blessing upon their families and may you bestow a blessing even upon their children for the stance that they took for the message of the hour. If you are a coward, somebody is not going to be a coward. If you retreat, somebody is not going to retreat. And at the day of judgment, they shall condemn you. Are you still with me? World Cup is going to play in a few hours. It's even playing here in the church. The World Cup. It's playing here in the church. But you can't see it. It's in another channel. World Cup is playing now. Ceremonies, they are busy broadcasting. Not outside, here. Tabela Femin is playing now. It's playing right now. Metro is playing right now. All those channels are not out there. They are here. But why can't you reach them? You need a transmitter. You need something to tap into that fourth dimension and make it clear and say it is here. The picture is now in my house. Folks, hear me and hear me well. Your home must be sacred. Sometime, today we can preach against television because, I mean, cell phone makes television old madala. I mean, if a preacher still says television, ah, you are late, brother. <laughs> People have long left that box. <laughs> and he's, he's saying that while he's got a cell phone in his uh, television of the devil while the cell phone is here. Cell phone is more dangerous than television today. Uh, are you with me? Now, let's say you say, you, you teach your children. For some reason I've observed over the news, everywhere, there is a push wherever you go that there must be a representation of uh, the LGBTQI community. We call it the alphabet community. They've got their own rainbow flag. Now, you find that in CNN, the broadcaster there is a homosexual. Most of news agencies, I can point you, that is a homosexual. That's, they are dominating. Why? It's to influence our young people. I listened on the radio, and I could pick it up later, that... They are saying now they believe that there must be unisex toilets. Now, Bazalwan, certain things they need common sense. Common? Your children are drowning in the pit toilets. The toilets are dirty in the schools. But you are sitting 
All you think is that we need to have unisex. South Africa is known to be the number one country in terms of rape statistics. I once was in the unisex toilet in Sentin. I didn't know it was it. I walked in, and when I came out, oh, here's a woman. <laughs> oh, goodness, I almost fell. What's going on? And, I mean, for me, uh, I was shocked. But later, I asked the security, I said, hey, there, there is another woman that says, no, it's unisex, Baba. Then I said, what if I was a rapist in this world? Separate men from women. He will never have unisex. Sisters, go there. If we see you as a brother going there, the deacons will deal with you. Brothers are that side. And if you are a sister, you don't go that side. We will drag you that side. There is a separation because God created a man and God created a woman and there is nothing in between. Come on, are you here? That's according to the Bible constitution. And that Bible is above every constitution. I say it is above every constitution. It's above America, it's above China, it's above South Africa, and that is abomination. Young men, be a young man. Young woman, be a young woman. And somebody say amen to that. Are you with me? Can you do that in Qatar? Brother, they will cut off your head. They will not even debate with you. Because why? They've got their convictions. And maybe, where am I here? Sometime, I guess maybe Christians, because sometimes as Christians, poverty makes us make wrong decisions. Those people, the reason they are not scared is because they own oil they own technology, they own a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah? But us, the problem sometimes we are poor. <laughs> I've got a friend that told me during the World Cup, he says, hey, buddy, we're going to be very rich. I said, how? He says, World Cup is coming to South Africa. He says, we are going to be very rich. And the other week I phoned him and said, World Cup came and came. When are you rich? He says, hey, I, it's a scam, man. Amen. But how many, how many people would sacrifice their values for that? Those men are right to say, we'll not change our values for 28 days. Amen. 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 Are you still with me? Amen. Now, if the channels are playing in the building, even the heavenly channel is playing. There are angels moving up and down. Brother Brenham says, actually, right now in the service, there is a ladder that connects heaven and the earth. And it says there are angels that are ascending and there are angels that are descending in the service. And it says, as they descend, they are taking your diseases away from you. And they go up and they are bringing blessings upon you. <laughs> uh, uh, 
you believe that metro is playing here. Now, you need to believe that, that there is a ladder that connects heaven and earth. It's taking your troubles to God, and it's bringing your blessings down. It's taking your, your whatever you're going through up, and it's bringing deliverance to you. Not somewhere right now in this service. Are you with me? It says in this message, hear ye him. Paragraph 6, 1. It says, now, Lord, realizing that standing near, there's perhaps many angels, because there's many believers here, because wherever believers go, angels go with them. And as the Bible says, the angels of God are encamped, not going back and forth, but they are encamped about those who fear him. Many more are being called from glory tonight to encamp around those who have raised their hand to teach them the way of life and how they should live. Brother Bram has made an altar call when he made this, and he says they've raised their hands, they want to accept you, Lord, as their Savior. And I see that there are Christians here, meaning there are many angels, because wherever Christians are, there are angels of God encamped around them. And it says, some of many of them are being called from glory tonight to encamp around those who have raised their hand to teach them the way of life and how they should live. So there is an angel that goes with you. He teaches you how to live. Not in church. He goeth with you to teach you the way of life and how you should live. Hallelujah. They have raised their hands to thee, Father, recognizing that they are not in fellowship with thee. They have been out of fellowship and they so desire tonight for fellowship. Fellowship with angels. Jehovah Jireh. 3.1 he says in this message, many times and every time that a man ever done anything that's worth anything, he walked alone with God. But we think we have to get some great something around us to secure us. Especially us Africans, we think we must get something to secure us. That's why goats are losing their lives. Hallelujah. So that you can have, what do you call it? Gold, gold bracelet. You see, it's protecting me. No, you are protecting it. Are you with me? It's just a piece of skin, man. Let me exchange that for an angel. Are you with me? There are certain things that we think they protect us. Meanwhile, we are protecting them. I was telling a brother, he's got dogs. I say, your dogs sleep before you sleep. How do they protect you? The dog must be awake and be there and protect you. But this angel does not sleep. That's why a believer does not need any human protection. You are protected by God. I say you are protected by God. Never, never put your protection on a man. What happens when he dies? 
But we think we have, we have to have some great something around us to secure us. The believer has that company of angels. The Holy Spirit is encamped about. The angels are encamped. They, they don't move. They stay right with them. Those who fear the Lord, they watch for every move. They watch what? Every move. And certain things are going to happen to us, folks, but they're not going to touch us. We are the untouchables. The devil can take the car. It belongs here, but it can't take me. Are you here, folks? A believer is a no-go territory for the demons. Because why? There is a hedge around a believer. And there will never be a breach of security for a believer. I said God will protect you. Not once, all the time. They will never touch you, my brother. They will never touch you, my sister. Wherever you go, there is a ring around you of angels from glory. ADT security will lapse. Whatever security you have will lapse. But this one will never lapse. Are you with me, folks? He says, they watch for every move. They know where you're going from here. And they clear the way for you. They clear for you. Now, sometimes people can break into your house and steal and steal and leave. Brother Lucky gave that testimony. His kids were there. His wife was there. He was there. They took whatever laptops and cell phones. Why they did not touch his wife? Why? Folks, are you here? Yeah. They know the men is asleep. Maybe they might have drugged, released whatever drug and drugged the whole house. They know the men. Why didn't they do anything stupid? Why? As they were getting into the house and they took the cell phone and one angel stood by the bay. Cell phone, you can take it. Laptop, you can take it. But here, you're not going to do anything. Are you with me? Women are being raped, but that angel said, it will not happen. This is my son. This is my daughter. I allow you to do whatever you can do, but there is a place where you will never reach. I said, there is a mark that I've marked where you will never cross. Come on, church, are you here? You are untouchable. I say you are untouchable. When you go to work, the angels are there. When you come home, the angels are there. When you are sleeping, the angels are there. You are in the company of angels. We live in a crime-infested society. Why are we not touched? Why are we not touched? 
Do you read it in the newspaper what's happening in this country? This country is gone. Criminals have taken over. But brother, I can say it behind the pulpit without any hesitation and without unwavering in what I'm saying. The believers of this message shall never be touched. I will repeat one more time. I don't care what happens. Wherever they go, the angel of the Lord is there and the angels are accompanying them. Come on, brother Gehazi. You say, how can it be? Lord, open the eyes of Gehazi so that he can see there are angels on the mountains. Those that are with us are greater than those that are with them. There's no going to happen here. You know, Mexico, Mexico is a gangster country. Criminals that are more organized than criminals in South Africa. They even have their own military. But believers are there. Untouched. And when the Twin Towers collapsed, we had brethren that were working at the Twin Towers in New York. When they collapsed after those planes hit into them, or flew into them, even to this day, not even one believer, those that work there, we lost to them. We haven't lost any of them. When they go and check them, some left to work early, some took a day off. Why? Why? It's because the angel said, today, you don't go there. It's a danger zone. It's a danger zone. You leave early, you don't come to work. None of them were affected. I want to ask you a question. What preserved them? A company of angels. I gave the brothers a testimony last night. A thief broke into another man's brother's house. A brother was not there. The family was not. He broke. And they found a tape playing. And after he played, somewhat the thief sat down on the sofa and fell asleep. And when they came back and they found the thief, there's the shows that there's a break in. The thief is in the house. They wake up the thief. Hey, what are you doing here? He said, hey, before you ask me how I got in or what I'm doing here, I want to understand who is the man preaching on the tape. I, I, don't know, I don't know what the thief had. I don't know what the thief saw. But I know that anointing on the tape. It deployed angels in the house. And, and the brother that gave the testimony said, By the time you are reading this, we have baptized the thief in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear me. Now, to somebody supernatural, you won't understand. But as we understand that the house of that brother was connected with the heavenly channel and nothing will move there undetected. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. 
angels of the Lord. Come on, folks. How many times were he drove your car? How many times were you drove your car? Are you, are you, are, do you have witnesses here? Where you know that it was not in me. Hey, the other time I was coming from Siavusa to Verena, and I wanted to overtake. As I overtake, I see a car, a truck coming. All of a sudden, I pulled the car over on the other side. Even the truck driver did not even see me. I think he must have seen on the mirror after he went past that there is a car parked to that side. He didn't know that I would escape. When I was there, I said, but how did I get the car on the side? How? The quick decision-making cannot be attributed to the ability of a driver. Why did not I panic? Why did I manage to take it there as if it was going to pass? I said, it cannot be my mind. I said, Lord, I will right there, raise my hand. I said, Lord, you take over the steering wheel. And you drove the car on my behalf. Our God is driving cars on our behalf. Hallelujah. The angels of God. The company of angels. They watch for every... And not only watch, they preempt every move. They know what you're going to do and where you're going to go. And they make a way for you then. <laughs> Hallelujah. At this one, you know, I was sharing with a brother last yesterday, fellowshipping with him. The other time I was, there was a, a white man that managed the Horovus Dal depot before I did. He was a white man. Now, after that, he, he left, and they left me as acting there. And uh, now, the shop stewards came to me. What, hey, Madiba, you know, we had an arrangement with Mr. Mel Henry. The man's, white man's name was Mel Henry. Once a year, this place, we protect it. We workers. We contribute money. We call a, a witch doctor. That witch doctor was Gian. Gian will come and protect this. But, eh? Coca-Cola? I say, yes. Why are you surprised? Because the white man was not surprised. You are a black man, you must understand. That man understood that this place needs a protection once a year. I said, ah, this year is not going to happen. They said, hey, people died before we did this. I said, this year they are not going to die. The protection moves from Gianni. Now I'm your Gianni here. I will protect this place. Are you here, folks? Why? We understand who we are. I knew when I'm there, the angels of the Lord are encamped around me. And unbelievers get the benefit of association. There are things that could happen to unbelievers in your presence. They cannot happen, but because of your association with the angels, they are protected. 
until somebody comes to your house and say, you know, I hardly sleep today. La ngelele. It's not the comfort of your bed. It's not how nice your house is. It's because there is an atmosphere of angels. Oh God, help us the angels to come our, at our houses. May they invade our houses. Are you with me? And sometimes when people come to your place and say, it's nice. No, they are feeling nice in the spirit. Because <laughs> angels are there. Are you with me? Question and answers. 552. He says now, isn't promise that sinners have angels? I think this one I will come and connect it later when I come to speak about Theophanes. An unbeliever does not have a Theophan. Because an unbeliever was not represented in eternity. We come from God, we go back to God because we were there. But unbelievers don't come from God and they don't go back to God. They were permitted through God's permissive will to be here on earth. But you are God's perfect will. Are you with me, folks? And Brother Paul says that's why he says you didn't receive eternal life. You always had eternal life. And that's why he says, you know, when we came into the message or before, when unbelievers say, would preach, especially Pentecostal preachers, say, you will burn in hell forever and ever. And then until such time, people thought you will burn eternally. And Brother Brown comes and says, you can't burn eternally, because for you to burn eternally, you must have eternal life. And eternal life cannot be found in hell. You will burn forever and ever. It's a space of time. It may be millions and millions of years, but it will come where you are totally annihilated, done away. Are you with me? Now, isn't promise that sinners has angels? It's only the redeemed have angels. Did you know that? Now we are coming to the level to check who are these angels. Did you know that? The angels of the Lord encamped about those that fear him. Paragraph 53. Now angels are? Then right there he says, I want to prove predestination to you. Now why is the association between predestination and angels encamped around believers and sinners not having angels and he says, I can prove predestination to that. Let's come to this. Question and answers. I'm still there. 57. He says, now, a mother. Speaks about when a, a mother is pregnant. And says, she can be as mean and cruel. Just before that baby is born. There is a certain kind of kindness that sets in. Did you ever notice a mother when she's to be mother? There is something sweet about her. She always takes on that sweetness. It's because that that little angel, he calls it the little spirit, 
Now here is where you understand, let me pause here, you, so where you understand in the maternity ward, as soon as the baby is delivered, those that have no brothers, that have children, that have never been to maternity ward, God have mercy on you. Now, when you are in the maternity ward, and as soon as the baby arrives, now, I think Bram Tabe explained it the other time, there is nervousness on the gynecologist. Even the people that administer, administer to Anastasia, they are nervous. The nurse is nervous. What's happening? They are waiting to hear that first cry. That first cry cannot be generated medically. The baby can be delivered medically, but that cry is generated supernaturally. What is happening there? They can be there, and that's why in the old days, they will spank the baby. And the other time I saw somewhere where the baby was born, and they assumed it was a stillborn, and they were busy trying to resuscitate the baby until the baby cried. Now, it is not the, the expertise of the medical team. It's because when the mother is pregnant, there is another spirit that moves around with the mother. And Brother calls it the little angel or the little spirit. As soon as the body drops here, that angel takes over the body. Are you with me, folks? That's what gives the body life. It's not the doctors. That's what gives the body life. Are you still with me? And after the, the, it took over the boy, Brother Mama said, for the rest of the life of that baby, now later the baby comes into the faith, believes in the faith, and he says, the day this body now drops dead, you get back into that angel. That angel is your theophany. Are you with me, folks? He says, she always takes on that sweetness. It's because that that little angel, the little spirit, a little messenger to this little tabernacle is ready to come forth into the world. Then when this little angel comes into the body, that's the little angel of the earth, a spirit that's ordained of God to take this body, then that baby has to have a choice. It makes its decision. Then when this takes place, then you see the angel of the Lord now comes in, which is a spiritual body, that eternal. Are you with me, folks? Amen. I hope we are together. Amen. Let's come here as we're going to wrap up now. Genesis 22, verse 12. I made a remark about it. Maybe let's go before 11. It speaks about Jacob. Ne? He lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down, lay, lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder, a ladder set up on, onto the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Do you see it? John 1, 
verse 51. I want to tie it up with that one. He says unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, referring to Nathaniel, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. 1963, heaven opened, we saw the Son of Man, and angels were ascending and descending. Who are those angels? It is our angels. It is our theophanies. And who's the ladder is the son of man. And today, that's why Christ must be the central point in the church because it's the ladder that connects heaven and the earth. Then for the ability of God's spoken word is the last quotation. Paragraph 32. He says, But God made the covenant unconditionally. He hooked it into Christ Jesus. There it's anchored. There is no slipping or sliding. There is no, no way of getting away. What is it? It's hooked up by God above and by the Son of God beneath. What is it? It's a pathway. It's a traveler's way from earth to glory. And you can't face. Look, there's great companies of angels up and down here ascending and descending. Picking up the weary and the sick, healing their bodies, showing visions and mighty signs and wonders, you can't fade. It can't sleep. It can't slide. You are safe. God said so. That settles it. Amen. So this morning, by God's grace, we thank God we are in the company of angels. God bless you. As we stand to our feet. How many love him this afternoon? Let's just say, we are standing on holy ground. There are angels around us.
Brother Mitrave will wrap up in prayer with the dot lost amen. Sleep over my soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus. speak to us, Father. You have come and spoken to us in a mighty way, and for that, Father, we are grateful. We have our brothers and sisters, Father, lifting up their hands, Father, in surrender to you, Father, because, Father, that company of angels is what they need. 
that company of angels is what they desire. Yes. And they know that, Father, unless they are a part of you, unless they are an, an attribute, yes. unless they came from you, they can never have company of that angel. Because that angel is only for those that have a theophany, yes. for those, Father, that have a representation yes. with you, for those, Father, who in the beginning, Father, before the creation of the world were with you. Who are in your thought? Who are your thought process, Father? This is why this morning, Father, we come, Father, being grateful, being thankful, Father, that even this morning, Father, while people are just going around wondering, wondering what is happening, wondering, having questions in their mind, Father, all our questions, Father, are answered. All our doubts are settled. Because, Father, we know that you are here with us all the time. The devil, Father, has no chance. Father, even in Job, it says, Father, that while the children, the sons of God came to you, Father, he came along. Father, to, to come, Father, also to come and have his say. But, Father, because, Father, you were on the side of Job, you had built a hedge around him. You had a company of angels around him. He even, Father, considered defeat. He said, Father, because of that, there is nothing that I can do because you have protected him. What more for us, your children, this day, Father? When people, Father, come looking for, are coming here looking, Father, wondering, looking for protection, having security guards, having alarm system, Father. We have our alarm system, which is your angel along our base. That is why even, Father, when the, the, the devil broke into our brother's house, Father, Father, they could not do any harm to the sister, to the children, Father, because the alarm system, which is the angel of the God, was there. The security system, the one that, Father, is not made of flesh and blood, the one that is supernatural, who, Father, could make even a, a, a dog appear out of nothing to be able, Father, to accompany a sister in distress. Father, how, how, uh, how lucky are we? How fortunate are we as your children, Father, to have you walking along with us in this world? That is why even, Father, even when there is a saying of the walking through the life of that person, Father, who was walking through the footsteps of in the sand of time. He said, Father, when there was trouble, Father, he only saw two footsteps because, Father, those angels came and carried him. That's right. Where there was trouble, Father, where there was water, where there was danger, that angel came, Father, carried him through. That is why, Father, when he looked, he thought I was walking alone. But, Father, even this day, Father, we know that you are walking with him. You are working with him. Even this morning, Father, we believe that as we continue this journey of life, Father, which is a battle, you're going to continue to come and walk with us through this journey of life, Father. So that, Father, whenever we look back, we we'll say, what happened there? How did I survive there? How did I evade that car? How did I evade that accident? But it is because the angel of the Lord was there taking care of the car. The angel of the Lord was the one driving that car. Because sometimes, Father, as we drive, Father, we get weary, tired. But you come, Father, and take the steering wheel. Not only of our car, Father, we want you to come and take the steering wheel of our life. So that, Father, we become passengers. You become the driver driving us through this life, Father. That is why this morning, Father, we like to thank you, Father, for the way you came and spoke to us, Father. He is your pastor, Father. Virtue has come out of him. May you please replace the same virtue, Father. Here are your children, Father, going to their same their houses, Father. May you bless their places with a company of angels so that their home, Father, may be a place, Father, where it is a spiritual, ritual, natural, supernatural occurrence, Father, in their houses, whereby even when the devil can, witches can come, they will see 
angels walking all around their houses, Father. We pray, believe in the name of our Lord, Father, that you have never disappointed us, Father. Whenever we come, Father, with a wish, whenever we come, Father, with a cry, you have always come and consoled us, and Father, you provided whatever we needed. They do say even this morning is going to walk away, Father, from this place. We know, Father, you are going to be the one walking with us. We pray, believe in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Till we see you Sunday next week. Have a blessed week. Amen. We serve a miracle waking God. We serve a wonder. How many agree with that? Amen. We serve a miracle working God. We serve a miracle
they sing, it's all of us singing. Amen. It's not only them singing. Amen. It's all of us. You know, I normally hear comrades singing, ne? just because Umshulu is around. No instrument, nothing, but they will sing until it looks like the roof will be removed. But greater than Mshuluz is here. Greater than Ramaphosa is here. How much more must we see? Even better than them. Amen. Give us a song. Let's say he has done great things. He has done great things. Then God bless you. G. Amen. How many agree he's so good? He has done great things, folks. You are so good, Lord. Many witnesses are here that is good to hear them. He's so good to me.
How we can give him a round of applause better than that. We can worship him better than that. This is the days of Elijah. How many believe these are the days of Elijah?
motherfuckers that that is blessed? Is it only motherfuckers that is blessed? There is no God like Jehovah. Are there witnesses in the building? There is no God like Jehovah. Might in battle. Malawi. O'Hara, O'Hara. You don't know it. Yeah, amen. Oera, oera, oera. Oera, oera, oera. Oera, oera, Amen, 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 amen. This is what we sing when we are in Malawi. The language is. No, no, the language is Chich. Chichewa. Yes, Chichewa, ne? Alright. When we're in Malawi, we join message believers, we sing this one. Amen. There is no good like Jehovah, that's when we are with the Ameri- black Americans. <laughs> Amen. I bet when we get to heaven, we'll fit in every group. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah with the Mexican, if they sing in that corner, I join them with that bass guitar of theirs. Then I move, I join them, allowance them. Everywhere we fit. Amen. You know, there are people that, uh, one day we must teach about music. There are people that think only English songs are holy. If it is vernacular, I man, got something. Our brother, let let every creature worship God, and God has created creatures uniquely to worship them in the way that He wants to be worshipped. I, I can I can worship God like a white man, but I'm not a white man. Hallelujah! And I can't expect a white man to worship like me. That's why God is God of. God is God of. Yeah. So when when Brother Brenham came here and he found the Khoisan singing, he joined them and went around and you, you see, Amen. Hey, but if it was them today, I man, no. Every language has got gospel. Even the Chinese, when you go there, they are singing. <laughs> That's God, them singing in their own way. Amen. When you go to the Congolese, Amen. The Congolese, they got this quotation that even if you've got nothing to worship with and you, can, you have a whistle, whistle. Amen. So when you get there, if they whistle and you don't know the message, you will stumble and say, why are they whistling in church? No, they've got a quotation to whistle. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. So stop, don't stop them whistling. Mm-mm. You don't know the message. They know the message. They have seen themselves in the message. Are you with me? But here, because we are a multinational and multicultural song is again. Yeah. This is Malawi. God bless you, 
Vishetara. 